My creativity comes out in the kitchen when I get to play with ingredients. Or we redid the backyard and I got to play with different colors and textures. And those are the things that are now my creative outlets. I think sometimes when life is so busy, we're not listening to what our bodies and our hearts and our minds are trying to tell us. We're just listening to what everyone else is telling us what we should be, what we should be doing, what we should be feeling. You know, creativity, it's not an output. It's what is best for you and makes you happy. To know that, you do, you do need to know what makes you happy. You have to tune into yourself, and that alone is a creative process as well. This is the Well To You podcast. And we are your hosts, Caitlin and Sue. We are moms, Pilates enthusiasts, health coaches, and supporters of all things wellness. We are here to remind you that a holistic approach to wellness allows you to thrive in a life of health, happiness, and vitality. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Well to You podcast. This is our summer snippet series where Sue and I are talking about each of the sections and spokes of the Institute of Integrative Nutrition Circle of Life or Wheel of Life. Today, the topic we are going to be discussing together is that of creativity. And this is one that I particularly struggle with, but I think Sue has some really great perspectives on. So I would love to welcome you, Sue, to share your thoughts on creativity. So I think this topic in particular, when I've been coaching people, they get to that, this spot and they're like, yeah, I'm not creative. And that's it. Like, right. Shut the door. That's um, me. And I think that it can be looked at in a lot of different ways. I happen to be a particularly creative person, yet my business as a wellness studio is not necessarily like I'm not in the arts, right? It's not a creative career per se, but I think it's the idea of taking creativity into it, right? So for me, things I do on social media, that sort of fills my creative spoke, right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to necessarily be, when you say creativity, I think people feel like oh, like we're talking about the arts, right? Like painting a picture or mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But it's really just about being creative in your life. And also, I like to think about it a little bit about just being flexible, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. rolling with the punches. So I think that creating something, creating anything can be a really fulfilling thing. So Caitlin, can you think of a time in your life? And I can actually think of one because I remember you shared it on social media. So we'll see if you come up with the same answer. But can you think of a time where you did something that was somewhat creative and then tell me what it was and then tell me how you felt after you did it? So I, I wonder if it's the same thing. I am that person that when I get to this spoke and in most of my life, I'm like, I'm not a creative person because I'm not like a crafty person per se. Like I'm not one of those moms that has the most beautiful birthday parties with all the matching things and all the cutouts or whatever. Like literally teacher's gifts this week were like printouts that have wavy cuts. And I was like, oh, whatever. It kind of fits in this envelope. Ah, good. I am not creative in that way. I'm an excellent writer, 
So I have had to say, oh, that's creative. Like I love to write, that's creative. But after I started my health coaching training with IIN, and I was like kind of going around my circle of life and going like, okay, my creativity dot is pretty low. How can I expand that? It was right before the holidays. And I was like, I do actually have a desire to create, to build, to make something. And so I was very excited about this. I didn't do a great job, but I had a lot of fun doing it. Well, tell us what it was. Okay. (laughs) Stop telling us it wasn't good. (laughs) Tell us what it was. My husband and I decided that we were going to make all of the gifts for our family and for our white elephant gifts for the holidays. And so he, as a woodworker, made cutting boards or serving trays. And then I created, I took like different colored clay and made clay coasters to go with the serving boards. And then painted ornaments for all of the teachers. So my husband cut up slivers of wood and then I put them together with beads and painted them. And those were the teacher's gifts for the summer. So how did that make you feel? I really liked it. It made me feel really good, really fulfilled and and just like satisfied. I think what I also really loved about it is that I was spending my time and energy on something other than than just like the chores. It wasn't it wasn't work. It wasn't household chores. Usually like when I want downtime, I'll sit and watch television or mess around on my phone. That's like my downtime. But it was really nice for that to be the downtime and just like put mm-hmm. some music on and channel my energy into making something. And I really liked that. So I think creativity is not about how good the end result is. It's about the stress relief that we get from actually doing something, whatever we decide that creative thing is going to be due, whether it's writing or making a craft or painting something or whatever, right? How that process of doing it brings relaxation and stress reduction. And then it's this idea of feeling fulfilled when the thing that we created is over, right? And it could be as simple as, making a Canva graphic for social media for work, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm such a I'm such a Canva addict, right? But like I feel really good when I make something that I think looks pretty. And I'm a very visual person, which is where my creativity comes in, is I love to make things look beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that you have to be good at being creative to fulfill your creativity spoke. So I encourage our listeners to think about maybe a time, maybe you did one of those painting classes where it was your girlfriends for a girl's night out where everybody paints, some people are good, some people aren't. But you know what? Everybody has fun Mm -hmm. and everybody leaves feeling good, right? So I think that that's the idea uh, that IIN and the creators of the Circle of Wheel were thinking about when they were adding that to the circle of life. That feeling Mm -hmm. that we have of focus and relaxation and stress reduction while doing the creative thing, and then the feeling of fulfillment that we get when we're done, even if it's not that good, 
Yeah. Those are the feelings that we want to capture and have on our wheel. Yeah. And directing your energy in a place that is just something maybe other than just like the usual things. But you said it earlier, creativity doesn't just have to be the arts. It can be, you know, other things. And I feel like I am a very creative problem solver. And there you go. I'm very savvy when it comes to like, okay, there's this issue. I think this is what also makes me a really good coach and mentor is I love when people come to me and give me like a really meaty topic or issue And we sit down together and say, okay, how can we break this down? How can we get creative? Again, creativity doesn't have to be being a maker or being in the arts or graphic design. Terrible at graphic design. I hate Canva. I hate it. (laughs) You hate Canva. I love Canva. Literally give me the templates. I still cannot do it. I am not a visual creative person. I'm a more of a handsy creative person if I do that or like a mentally creative person, but a visually creative person, horrible, absolutely horrible. And here's where I think creativity can go wrong is when we fall into the trap of, say, the Pinterest mom, right? Where we now feel like we need to do this for others or because others are have expectations of us or because we need it to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the path where creativity can become a negative thing. And I have to be cautious about that because I I can be very visually creative and I could go to town. And if it's making me feel good, then it's great. But if I've overextended myself and it's making me feel stressed, well, mm-hmm. then that's not a positive in my life. So it's it's making sure that whatever this creativity thing is, is going to make you feel good. If you decide to make 100 bags for the school and you're making them beautiful and amazing, but you're having fun, it's yeah. great. Yeah. If you're like crying and your tears are all over the bags, yeah. not so great, right? That would be me. I read the second version of that. I do, But I do, I agree with you that I think that that is the trap that we as a generation have fallen into, the Pinterest generation that it the you know curated Instagram beautiful everything generation I am not that way can I make something that is pretty cool yes is it going to be something I'm gonna put on Pinterest that people are gonna be like oh my god that's amazing probably not particularly like with birthday parties and stuff or or anything like that I Put a lot of, I used to do this. I don't do this anymore. I used to put a lot of pressure on myself that the things that I was capable of doing and creating or even found interest in were not aligned with a Pinterest view. And I have really gotten away from that to say, I'll go on Pinterest for like inspiration. But I also, like I said, with like school parties or like kids' birthday parties and stuff now, I'm like, that's just not what fills me up. I'm going to be more stressed and angry and sad and broken if I try to go to that creative extreme than to just play. And I think that that's where I have really learned to embrace more of my creative side is in the playfulness of it. That's what 
I really like to do. My creativity comes out in the kitchen when I get to play with ingredients. Or, you know, when I we redid the backyard and I got to play with different colors and textures. And those are the things that are now my creative outlets are the playfulness around building ideas versus creating these perfectly visual masterpieces that stress me out and don't turn out the way I want them to and then stress me out even more. If it's the process, like you said, I think that this is such a great place to maybe wrap this up is it's the process, it's the feeling, it's all of this, everything that we're talking about on the circle of life. It really does come back to the process, the feeling, the deep inner change that happens and not just the output, like you said. Yeah, and I think it really comes down to, like, you said in the very beginning, and I kind of picked up on it when you said it, like, I'm not a Pinterest mom. And when you felt like you needed to say that, it was because you felt like you should be one. And that's not the case. And I think that's what has happened to our generation is that there is this idea that we're supposed to go above and beyond for everything. And really, what's wrong with the status quo? Like, what's wrong with the okayness, right? And unless going above and beyond makes you feel really fulfilled and excited and and amazing, and then that's what you should do. But if it makes you feel stressed and crying and want to, like, throw yourself off a bridge, not what you should be doing. And so it's really just about, I think, tuning into how you feel on the inside. I think sometimes when life is so busy, we're not listening to what our bodies and our hearts and our minds are trying to tell us. We're just listening to what everyone else is telling us what we should be, what we should be doing, what we should be feeling, what we should be acting. And so it's really about getting rid of all of those outside voices and tuning into ourselves to know, number one, what our values are, which we keep coming back to with all of these topics. And number two, like what makes us happy? What Mm -hmm. makes us fulfilled? What makes us relaxed? What makes us feel like we are living our best life? And when I say that, it's because it's, it's my best life. Whatever I feel is what makes my best life my best life. Just Mm -hmm. like whatever I feel is not going to make Caitlin's best life, right? What makes me happy is not going to necessarily make Caitlin happy, although we are very similar. So there are some things that will probably overlap. (laughs) 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 But it's just really this idea of what makes other people happy does not have to make you happy. And what makes someone else a good mom is not necessarily what's going to make you a good mom or a good wife or a good husband or a good partner or a good friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is such a beautiful, beautiful way to wrap up this conversation for our listeners is that, you know, creativity, it's not an output. It's what is best for you and makes you happy. And to know that, you do, you do need to know what makes you happy. So we've got to go back yeah, to that. Exactly. We have to go back to that. So listeners. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> back to the drawing board. What makes you happy? You have to tune into yourself. And that alone is a creative process as well. So we can all be creative. We can all do beautiful things. That's right. 
So no one is allowed to say that they're not creative anymore. Yeah. Nope. No more. I don't want to hear it. La, 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 la. <laughs> See you on Thursday for our Q&As. Did you love this episode? Support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at WellToYouPodcast. Get to know me, Caitlin, better on Instagram at Conscious underscore Core underscore Caitlin. And me, Sue, at Opal underscore Wellness underscore Studio. We clearly love our underscores. (laughs) Underscore that.